0: There's just something about the word entrepreneur or business owner that sounds cool it's something that so many people dream of becoming yet hardly anybody takes that leap today we're going to talk with gary Bodet founder and president of Baudet consulting and ask him why he left the stability and comfort of climbing the corporate ladder and how it ain't easy taking that leap but it's worth it here we go hey everyone I've got a very special guest today. I have Gary Bodet here. From He's the president and founder of Bodet Consulting. Um, hey, Gary, thanks for being on here. And I would just love for you to just take a couple minutes to introduce yourself and uh, tell us about the great things you're doing out there in the world today. Hi,
1: Dustin. Thanks for having me on. This is exciting that we're doing this podcast. So um, yeah, I, I own and run Bodet Consulting and we're small uh, there's about five of us family-owned consulting business in Northern California. And we do consulting for large organizations. We do process improvement. We do continuous improvement, lean manufacturing, and a lot of operational excellence. We also do some training and curriculum development. We work with companies like ENJ Gala Winery, Blue Diamond. Uh, we also work in the education systems. Uh, I work with Brandman University, which is now UMass. I'll teach some classes, and yeah, we just do um, a bunch of different things. We solve problems. So.
0: So just like you work with a lot of small companies, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, That's awesome. I mean, I think that, you know, the companies that you work with, I mean, I mean, wow, you know, Gallo is one of the largest wineries uh, in the world. Um, So you've done some great work. I guess that kind of leads to the the first question there is, um, I mean, how did you get started? I mean, how did you get into this process to where you are now working with Fortune 503? I mean, like huge companies. How did you kind of get into the space? So I was really lucky to work for a company called Parker Hannafin,
1: their mm-hmm. fortune 100 company. And I kind of was just, I started there as an intern when I was going to school and really what opened up my eyes to this whole other world of problem solving was there was a, a job opening for lean manufacturer. Uh, and it was like lean facilitator. I didn't know what the heck that was, <laughs> but I know I needed insurance and, uh, I had to get a full-time thing and not be a, an intern. So this was probably 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I got that job as a lean facilitator. I learned about operational excellence, lean manufacturing, went into training and in HR. So um, yeah, that's, that's really where I learned how to implement lean manufacturing processes Then I started getting promoted. I started Mm -hmm. traveling all over the United States. Parker Hannifin is about 80,000 employees. What they do is uh, they manufacture uh, car parts, specifically filters. Um, So I would go across the United States and help implement high performance teams and lean manufacturing. So gathering Mm -hmm. all that experience, I thought, hey, why not keep it local? And I felt like I was helping this large organization get even Mm -hmm. larger. And this Fortune One hundred company, where I'm almost like, "All right, can I help the the companies that at least headquarter are headquartered in my area, and how could I um just really help help the companies around me grow so and not travel as much with the at a young family about seven years ago and yeah they're are all growing, so yeah, I travel less, but um
0: <laughs> It's good. So, I mean, like, just for those people who don't know, I mean, what type of industry, um, what types of products and services it, it, does Parker, I mean, like, what do they do in the market today?
1: So, they manufacture uh, filters as one, uh, hydraulics. So, they, they produce products. So, a lot of right. engineering goes into it. Um, but hy- hydraulics, they work in aerospace. So, they, they make a lot of parts that help uh, things move so
0: yeah i think i think it's one of those companies that just a lot of people don't realize just how wide of a scope that they really do provide as far as the service and products go i mean the, it's on so many different types of machinery and, and products are, that we use every day frankly um so that's that's quite fantastic so you ended up kind of in that training space uh around lean um and so of course you got to travel uh i got to do some training there and i guess is that kind of where you you kind of fell in love with the I guess it's kind of like that, that process of working with people and growing people, but then not just people, but the processes for the organizations. Is that kind of where that developed or has that kind of always been your thing? So I think it was helping someone and just like
1: watching their smile on their face. So like mm-hmm. just getting that instant feedback that what you're doing, your job is really helping someone. Mm-hmm. So that's so why I started off in training was, uh, I just remember seeing someone who couldn't quite. Get something, and then I approach it a certain way, and they're able to get it now. And then just that look—you know—imagine when you helped your kids first tie their shoes, and when they did <laughs> it on themselves that first time, like that—that that feeling. So having that in industry, so just trying to trying to help people. So I know that certain processes will genuinely make the work easier for people. Mm-hmm. Once I realize that, I go around and make work easier that safety improves, quality improves, productivity improves, profitability improves, and morale improves because I'm making things easier for employees. So just that's, that's a rush to go in and, and make things easier and have everyone uh, smile and, and be happy about it. So.
0: That's great. I mean, so you are definitely, you know, working on the front lines. Like I said, you're working directly with individuals and now that you pointed out, I mean, like you would when things connect, when you know, when dots start connecting and people see their value in an organization, especially one that's 80,000 people. I mean, if it's five, like you said, you have five people at your business now, it's a lot easier to see the impact. It's easier in an organization like that to be lost, to, to feel like your work is going almost nowhere sometimes, right? And so you're in this, you're, you're climbing through the ranks in the corporate ladder, you're with a big company, and then you do something that it's frankly kind of crazy. Right? I mean, you decide that this is, I'm going to branch out on my own. I mean, tell me about like that thought process. I mean, where was it? Was it just overnight? Was it something that just kind of began to build? I mean, how does that process go about? I think it's something I always wanted to do, and
1: yeah, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into until <laughs> I actually did it. Where I had all these ideas, mm-hmm. and I liked wanted to have the freedom to be able to implement my own ideas. Um, I think after getting my MBA, that really set things off as far as, all right, I have my degree. I supposedly know a lot about business, but <laughs> I was going, I think some of the feedback and the things that I was trying when I was working for Parker Hannifin, while I was going around to different site locations and getting these results. And I would, they'd give me the freedom to customize content and deliver it in a certain way and go out and, and try things my own way. And I was getting results. I was like, Hmm, I think I, I think I have something here. Now the conversation with my wife, she kind of like (laughs) what you were saying, she's Mm -hmm. like, so I told her, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to start my own business. Mm -hmm. So I was, I said, let me, let me do a trial first. So Mm -hmm. I would go into work early at Parker Hannafin 5.00 AM to one 30. And then I would get consulting gigs after that. So from two to six, so I would chip away at it, looking for clients doing small projects, so I was basically working two jobs, my full-time job at Parker Hannifin and consulting on the side until I was able to get enough business where we're comfortable. So when that day came, I told my wife, I'm like, all right, here, here's how it's going to work. She's like, you know, I trust you hundred percent and I love you. And I know you're going to do a great job. But I, I don't feel like I'd be a good wife if I didn't ask the question, like, are you yeah. sure there's no risk? Like, cause you are leaving a fortune 100 company. You have mm-hmm. a great job there and insurance and and everything and i said yeah she's like okay i just need to hear that all right let's rock and roll so um, yeah,
0: yeah so there's definitely definitely hesitation on your wife's side i guess for you as well i mean because like i said this is not easier i mean this ain't easier i mean so you are going through this thought process i mean when you decided to to take that leap i mean was it just kind of burn the boats we're jumping in full on or like i said i know you're kind of tiptoeing into it for a little bit there but i mean like it was just kind of at one point you said, Hey, I just got burned the boats. I'm doing this full time. I'm jumping in. It's going to work and, and it has to work.
1: So I'm probably a little less exciting than others, but I was very
0: <laughs> strategic about it. Yeah.
1: I had certain goals that I had to hit and that I just made myself, um, where I could fill up enough hours and that I was making mm-hmm. enough for a month. So I got a few contracts that guaranteed a certain amount in certain mm-hmm. hours. And once I had that, then I felt better. So I needed something, uh, kind of in contract that I knew everyone right. in my family would be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, now, do you feel, uh, I mean, cause I think entrepreneurship, you know, entrepreneurship is, is, is one of those things. I mean, number one, it's sexy. Everybody wants to be their own boss and everything. Uh, and one thing I've really loved about you is you are, you've always been very creative. Um, you know, I mean, you're in a band You you did music and you actually wrote a a kid's book like over a weekend, which is awesome. You know, Hank Grimes, uh, the kid who couldn't rhyme. It's a fantastic book. Uh, Highly recommended to it. And I'll put the link down on Amazon to it. Uh, My kids love it. Um, So, I mean, you've always been very creative. And I think that's really neat to hear that the creativity was there, but there's also a strategic approach to it. There was, there was thoughtfulness in how you were going to achieve those metrics and goals uh, I guess I'd love for you to kind of walk through that just a little bit, and kind of really just for everybody else out there that's kind of in that same process. Where hey, I'm looking at starting a business. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, how would you recommend that people go about doing that? So I would say with with a plan. So I do help mm-hmm. smaller
1: businesses, and well, first of all, entrepreneurs, you have to realize if you are thinking you're going to be your own boss when you own your own, <laughs> own business. Right, and that you won't have any bosses anymore. Yeah. Every client is your boss, yeah. right? so you have a whole bunch of bosses. I have a whole yeah. bunch of bosses. I used to just have one. Now I have everyone who's a, a client is my yeah. boss.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there's that. Now, kind of the, the process for getting started is I I recommend doing a business plan. Yeah. You know, even if you don't have to turn it into a bank or anything, but just so you have some strategy yeah. behind it. And it's different. Some some businesses who have a product is a little different than a service. So with my service business, right? Consulting is a service. So I'm, I'm really selling myself. So it's a different type of brand. Then here's a product that fixes so-and-so here's right. So the marketing was a little different. Um, So maybe if you had an awesome product you could move a little bit faster Mm -hmm. than someone who's doing a service um, that is a little harder for people to understand, uh, you know, for clients and it's a business to business. But I would definitely say come up with a plan. And then yeah, you have to go for it. there's a point where you're like, mm. oh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna really put hundred percent mm. into this. And it was, I had to say no more, you know. I had to walk into my boss's office at Park Raniff and say, Hey, all the great stuff we've done together. Mm. I'm putting my two weeks and right. he laughed. He's like, No, seriously. <laughs> right, what are we gonna do? You're and going to Colorado, said, man. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember my plant manager so big boss lady of parker modesto she wouldn't talk to me for my last week it was so weird oh, wow. where i would walk by and be like hi jennifer mm. and she was just disappointed and just turn her head and ne- she would mm. never do that so finally on my last day i just walked by and said i would just say hi And for that week she wouldn't say hi back mm. so she stopped me she said you know what i'm sorry i have been uh bitter that we're losing you but i just want to say that i feel you're really brave because it's sure. something I thought about for years and I was never brave enough to do it, to take that leap. So I wish you all the best of luck. And, yeah. no, and awesome. that that means a lot because maybe, maybe that was part of her plan to not talk to me or ignore me for a while. Mm-hmm. But I remember that um, I'm like, brave. What do you mean brave? I'm like, I have to do this. It doesn't seem, <laughs> right, so it's a part of it. Doesn't crazy. Brave.
0: Like, this is happening. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think you bring a good point. Man. I think a lot of us, um, you know just have that desire to to, i'm passionate about this or i really have always wanted to look into doing my own thing over here in this space and yeah i I agree it is brave i mean i think it takes a huge leap of faith and i think the fact that you know you and i have talked about this before and that is like i said there was a strategic goal there were there were metrics that you were going to hit um and i felt like probably for you as it is for many people I feel like you probably know when it's time, right? I mean, like when, when you find yourself more passionate about staying up to midnight because of you're working on the side gig, right? Like this thing you're trying to grow than you do to your, your normal job. Even if you are progressing and being promoted, I think you kind of know that there, there's that certain spot where like, yeah, this is happening and it may be painful at first, but, um, but yeah, so I think that's great. Again, I, I think that's phenomenally brave of the things that you did. Um, and I probably, a lot of people out there are probably echoing Jennifer's, you know, uh, kind of feelings about that. Like, yeah, I, I thought about doing that. Uh, I never did. Um, uh, but I do want to focus a little bit more about onto, you know, your business as a whole. Um, so you have, I mean, you and I were talking, you know, before this, uh, you've developed a really cool, um, process uh, using all of your experience from the past of really how to help businesses grow. And I do want to talk about your use soils framework. Um, can you walk us a little bit what that is and how it all came about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I'll drink. So, I'll, I'll, I'll drink to that too. How's that? Yeah. 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 yeah have a drink. <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Like I'll just,
0: um
1: So how it came about was it's a good story about growth, right? So my business first two years things are going great, everything uh, I'm I'm growing, developing, learning a lot, and then it's you hit right since I'm a service type of business, I can only be so many places at once, and what a lot of clients were asking is what is like a, a roadmap for operational excellence or like where do we start and. The answer was, you know, it depends. We talk about that. I'm (laughs) like, oh, I don't like that answer. Well, it depends where you're at and and Mm -hmm. what things you have, which there's truth to that. But I'm like, all right, if I I can't clone myself, I Mm -hmm. could either hire a bunch of employees and and train them or I could develop a system. So I was trying to do two things at once, grow my business. But instead of just being strictly service, I wanted a product as well. Mm -hmm. So that way I could kind of standardize myself and clone myself and yeah. just say, here's here's a roadmap for where to get started. If you want to start increasing profitability, you got to think of the people aspect and the process aspect. Yeah. So what I did, I wrote down the steps and I spent a lot of time on it and moved the steps around and said, all right, what is something that I could show that this is the, if you follow these steps, you'll be successful. So when I wrote it down, I looked at all the the letters, what it's spelled, because I'm not one for uh, acronyms. Like mm-hmm. if it, I don't like to force words into into acronyms. So right. it happened to spell something. It spelled use soils. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> that's ugly. That's I'm like, all right. So we'll just call it the ten step, you know, operational excellence program that you could you could implement the business system. And then right. when I took it home to my better half. She's mm. like, oh, use soils. That's cool. I'm like, that's not cool. We're talking about soils. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's act. She's like, no, if you want to grow, you need to use soils. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I got it. So she convinced me.
0: So I didn't even think
1: of that. Well yes, done. So well done. Yeah. Maybe I'm not as creative as I as I think, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So that became the roadmap.
0: That's awesome, you know, because I I love the fact that the the way that it's broken down is it really forces, I think, really two things. Like I said, it it forces you to take um, really dedicated steps. To uncovering, um, to then developing, to then sustaining. You know I mean? So like you're really uncovering um, root causes of of problems, or root causes of where I want to go with this more, this new product, this new uh, marketing scheme, or whatever the case may be for for a business. Okay, so you uncover it, and then you really develop it. Right? I mean, you have setting goals, and you have you know, cross silo, cross departmental uh, communication. And then you really have the, that kind of steps as far as we've done this now, how do we sustain it? How do we improve? And I think that, it, you know, the use soils framework, I thought was really, really awesome. Um, and, and I guess that kind of leads me to, to the next question is, you know, I mean, what do you feel like is the value that you bring? I mean, yes. Okay. You're saving money. Yes, you are doing that. But I'm mean, like, what do you feel is like the true value that you're bringing to to your clients?
1: Well, so for the, the youth soils part, um, I really, I wrote down all the common problems that I was solving or things that mm-hmm. I was seeing for the first two years, going into small, medium, and large organizations. Yeah. So I started gathering data and then I started looking up, um, different data that was out there worldwide to see what are the mm. common problems. I'm like, wow, even in Santa Claus County where I'm at, they're mm. experiencing the same types of problems that other industries are, whether it's uh, production or service, different different types of sectors. Mm. So I started seeing the common themes. And so I, I wrote the the plan that way. So okay. I did want to add value that was relevant to real problems and then have the roadmap on how to make sure you don't do those things. Okay. Um, And then I think the way I add value is this gives a a systems approach, a systems way of looking at things. Or maybe some consultants go in to solve one problem. Like, hey, we want to come train us on communication because we have a conflict. But I go in there and I say, well, why is this happening? Let's look at the whole system. Why is that communication? And, And maybe training isn't the solution, even though someone's trying to hire me to do training. But maybe the root cause was, not having visual management system. So I'm able to um, look at, right. That's the way to contact me is, yeah, they're seeing a symptom, but I like to sit and look at the root cause and then maybe redirect. Maybe that's not what we need. So I'll Mm -hmm. even say, yeah, you probably don't want to hire me right now. Like this is not, (laughs) what you need is this. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm brutally honest. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I'd say the second thing is that, um, yeah, I don't like hourly stuff because it's so short-term thinking yeah. mm-hmm. where if, if people knew how many hours I spent to solve their problems, <laughs> like it would probably be more I'm like just tell me what the problem is and I will get it I'll dream about it, I'll think mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it and I'll find resources. So, um, I do put a lot of pride into solving a problem and if I don't think I can, I'll let them know up front, "Hey, this is, I'm, I'm not your person for this. So, well,
0: and, and I think I have to imagine that people appreciate that. I mean, if you're sitting across the, the desk from a CEO or an executive, operations man, whatever, you know, the VP of operations and production, whatever, um, I, I have to imagine that they really enjoy that candor and just that, frankly, just the openness to saying, hey, look, I mean, this problem here, not really my expertise, uh, not my thing, whatever. Um, and I have to imagine that they really enjoy that because, number one, you don't want to waste their time, they're busy you don't want to waste your time either because you're busy, right? Like I said, I mean, you have how many different bosses now? It reminds me of that uh, office space movie. I got eight different bosses, Bob, you know? Um, <laughs> TPS so, yeah TPS reports. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. So I guess, you know, the, uh, I guess I feel like now, um, you know, the consultants all over the place, right? I mean, you know, everybody's a consultant. Uh, there's a 22-year-old life coach that um, hasn't even graduated college that, that's out there. Um, I mean, how do you kind of find yourself – separating yourself and really showing value, um, in such a, frankly, a red market where there's so many consultants out there. Uh, I mean, what separates you from all the others? Is it just the, the road map, the systems, the use soils? Um, I mean, what really separates you? So I would
1: say the results. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard up front, Right, when you're starting a business just like coming straight out of college and you have no work experience mm-hmm. they're like yeah I need to get hired because I want experience so it's hard to get word of mouth when you have no experience or there's no no mouth to give mm-hmm. words of mouth to <laughs> so very much into results right? and so when I when I look at different companies like here's what here's the results that we that we got. And then the method, I don't I don't really sell that or the roadmap up, up front. So with mm-hmm. USOils, that was my I would test that out and not let anyone know about use So I, I didn't brand it at, at first. Mm-hmm. I was following those steps myself, like, wow, this is working. This is working <laughs> for large organizations, working for small organizations. So I just think my upfront honesty, yeah. and I'm not saying consultants mm-hmm. are dishonest, but I think sometimes they're looking for like short-term. Um, Like oh, we could get a lot on this if we tell them this, this, and this is wrong. Where I made the decision to stay more local to start. (laughs) I'm like, they're people are going to talk. Like this is my my community. I live in Mm -hmm. California. I want to I want to just get a good reputation. So getting getting results for sure. I think is definitely what separates me.
0: Awesome. That's great. Uh, well, that's awesome. You know, uh, the, it's been, a, I know I've taken up a lot of your time already. I do appreciate it so much. Um, I guess just to kind of close things out, I, I do want to give an opportunity just to kind of, I mean, what's the best way to get in touch with you? I mean, whether you're a small business, large business, I mean, who do you prefer to work with? And then how do people get in touch with you to learn more about you? So it was about you and your company and really how to engage you in the future.
1: Oh, awesome yeah to get a hold of me I'd say send me an email at mm-hmm. Gary at BCI lean ncom um, I like working with small medium large mm-hmm. sized businesses and usually the small businesses I just help pro bono just because okay. that's where my heart is awesome. um, sorry if you work for a large organization I'm gonna charge <laughs> you <laughs> you got to pay <laughs> <laughs> I just and, and medium I won't charge you as much but yeah. um, it's case by case. So if we, mm-hmm. if we think we could help and there's some things that are created or a roadmap, I just, I share it. I believe in, okay. right. Things come back in return. So things that I've already worked on it and completed that, that are mine, I'll send it. Here's the ro- You want the use soils mm-hmm. roadmap. Here it is. You want a template. Here it is. I'm, I'm very um, easy to, to talk to. And if you need things, just, yeah,
0: send me an email and I'll, I'll get you what you need to the best of my ability. Awesome. That's great. Well, hey, we'll definitely put um, number one, your website, your email down in the description here. And uh, Gary, thanks so much for taking the time today just to walk us through how it ain't easy, but it's worth it. Gary, thank you so much for all that you do and look forward to talking soon, bud. All right. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks. See you. Bye.